This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. What if your next cloud project could lead to climate-resilient housing? Join Fannie Mae. Use emerging tech. Solve better problems, like helping the housing industry address rising flood risk. Find tech jobs with impact at fannimae.com slash tech. You know what? Just about 12 months ago, me and Brad did our first show uh, as Left Till I Die TV, and it was a friendly. It was the last of the pre-season friendlies against Birmingham City. Has it really, really been a year? This is Leicester Till I Die. It's the post-match show, Burton Albion versus Leicester City. Are you ready? I'm saying, are you ready? Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Fox fans, how the devil are you? <coughs> Excuse me, getting a bit excited. It's back. Football is back. 
can you believe it was 12 months since we uh, started out on this? And please, please do not go on to uh, YouTube and look at the old past videos when we started because they <laughs> were awful. I mean, some people might say this, we still are, who knows, but they, they were, they were bad. Um, but what you can do is go on YouTube because it is Leicester Till I Die TV. And if you go onto YouTube, please press that subscribe button. Press to follow, press to like. If there's a button, press it on YouTube for us. We are 200, just over 250 short of the 1,000. We would love to get to that 1,000. It would make things so much easier for the channel. And uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, you can catch us on uh, Twitter Sphere if you're in Twitter, at Lester TID. And if you are on Facebook, it is Lester Till I Die, the group. So... What did you think of the game? Brendan went all Sven on us, didn't he? And changed the entire team at half time. But I guess that was always going to happen. And we lost on penalties. Oh, can you believe that? We lost on we 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 had a chance to win the Bass Charity Vars and we missed out on it. Mind you, did you see the size of the bloody thing? I tell you what, if they'd had to put that on the coach, I don't think the coach would have been able to leave the stand. Talking about big, large things that stop coaches moving. Hello, Brad. Hi, Chris. <laughs> How you doing? Welcome back, mate. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? You it think has. I've been in Macedonia with me colour change of skin in the sun that I've been getting, but I've only been in England. Uh, I tell you, if you'd have been in Macedonia, I would have expected to see the photos. <laughs> and I need to have well, been to at least one or two matches. Well, definitely, definitely. And but I, it was and nice I, to see it was nice to see the boys in blue again, wasn't it, mate? Oh, nice wasn't it just? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, looking forward to a nice, quiet summer. But of course, we had the Euros. Um, good crowd there today. Nice to see uh, the fans back at the stadium in a packed stadium. Yeah, yeah, it, it's nice. It's kind of like the break into reality that people kind of need, especially with technically the first competitive game that will be under full capacity is the trip to Wembley that a certain Leicester City have to take in, in the start of August. So it was good to get that feel about it. And it was good, to, you know, it was just good, you know, after the Euros and the heartbreak, it was kind of good to get a little bit of, uh, you know. It was nice to hear natural sounding crowd noises and i mean that the crowd was actually apparently split into three there was a third burton fans a third leicester fans and a third arsenal fans sat at the back jerking off over watching james madison in the first half yeah i've never i've never heard of uh, you know you know when they say like in a relationship you kind of get an, a desperate ex that makes yes. up their own stories to try and get you back i feel like yeah. arsenal fans are doing that with madison because the I've not seen a, a legitimate paper report no. on Madison going. It's all no. Arsenal making up their own stories. So I don't know what's going on there because no one's batting an eyelid in the mainstream media. No. So, I mean, to be honest with you, it, it is football porn for Arsenal fans, oh, isn't it? Like it is. I say, they're, they're also, oh, you know, the rest of the you know fans were going, yeah, come on, Burton, come on, Leicester. They could hear the Arsenal fans going, oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> back at the stadium. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to say, well, hello there too. Well, hello there, uh, United fan. You've just lost 4-2 to QPR, mate. We feel your pain, but no, no, it is pre-season. Well, at least we lost on penalties, mate. You know, at least we didn't lose over 90 minutes. 
Ah, well, no. And in fairness to Man United, and all respect to, well, well, hello there, uh, probably they were lucky he didn't go to penalties because they might have asked De Gea to take one if he was playing. <laughs> or save them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he did all right. Yeah, well, that's true. That is very true. But look, you know, um, all three new players started. There was a lot of youth players in there. A couple of uh, confusion with some of the players that went. I just want to pick um, a couple up for you here. If we bring the team up, and you'll be pleased to know there's not many stats there. Um, I mean, Yipukovic, I mean, obviously Ward, I think, is possibly still off. I don't know because of the... Um, I know a lot of the Euro players have been yeah, given extra time off. That said, Wales did come home early, didn't they? Yeah, Wales did come home. Given extended time off for the Euros. Yeah, but I mean, we've got your Pukovic there. Uh, nice to see that he's uh, he's still alive and and playing. But I'm going to. There's one player there um, that I'm going to say what. Well, WTF? Let's be polite because it's not past the watershed yet. Um, Gazelle. Well, he's no worse than Perez. No, but <laughs> he wasn't even on the squad today. But what exactly? That tells you he, a lot, doesn't it? What does that tell was, you about Perez? I don't know, but is he going to sell Perez to Turkey and keep um, keep Gazelle? Because what what's the point? There's virtually a deal on the table, apparently, just waiting for the player to sign. If he'd got injured today, the deal would have been off. We'd have been stuck with him. But if he'd have had, a, yeah. But if he'd have had a brilliant game, regardless of the fact that it's burnt or not, if he'd have got on the score sheet, provided assist or both or whatever, then maybe you turn around to Besiktas or Galatasaray or whoever's interested in him and go, "Well, actually, you can see the quality he's got. We want a couple of extra million for him, or maybe he's maybe he's a Mendy. Maybe he is a Mendy, like you said. There was a reason that Perez wasn't in the squad, so maybe." You know, maybe Rogers when he came in and Gazelle was already out on loan, he was like, "Well, it's better for you to keep getting football without you bringing bringing you back to Leicester." And I know I'm not going to play you because I don't know anything about you. This is the first season that Gazelle's been at Leicester where Rogers has had him there from day one. So, maybe who knows? Maybe Rogers has something going. Maybe it's something just to get him in the shop window and bump that price up an extra half a million. I don't think he did that with his performance today, but it's a pre-season. It is what it is. You take a chance. You're right, though. If he gets injured, then we're stuck with him, aren't we, till January if he gets injured. I, I, don't, I don't think Madison added any more millions onto his value, but um, <laughs> say hello to Daniel there. How do you, mate? Did you watch it? Let us know what you thought. Well, hello there, and also Spanner. And Spanner, it looks like he's a Brewers fan. Is he, th- um, is he throwing himself into the works? <laughs> oh... Uh, see, you're not the only one that can make crap jokes, mate. You're not the only one. <laughs> I know. I haven't done them while you've not been here. Um, but uh, but Spanner and well, hello there. Remember, if you like the channel, please subscribe and uh, and give a like to the video as well. All I can say is, Spanner, well done, mate. You played well. Yeah. Um, you. It was our first game, in fairness. We did totally change, I think, the formation. We certainly changed 11 players at half-time. But... You know, you, you've obviously had a couple of games already, but you deserve the win. And thank, I, personally, thank God you kept that trophy because it would have had to uh, strengthen the king power if we we're going to put it into our trophy cabinet. Bloody huge! <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at it as well. We've actually not got a 
Deuce, we've actually got quite a poor record against Burton. I think they knocked us out of the Carabao Cup on penalties um, maybe seven or eight years ago. They knocked us out on penalties. We've obviously got a connection with them, with ex-players that have played for them, like Lloyd Dyer, most notably, and obviously yeah. they beat us again today. But, it, you know, you take it as it is, you've got to look at it from, from a Burton's point of view. Who was really more hungry and more wanting to go about trying to upset things today in a friendly that which is the letter you know that you know no matter how you look at it it is a friendly game for warm-up Leicester have had players away on European duty in the Euros uh, they've got new players we've got a particular community shield coming up earlier than anybody else so we've got to use our entire squad in our first pre-season I think Burton went out to make a name, you know, show the you know teams in their division that are, they're in that they they can not just compete and not just be battling relegation, but they're looking to go up the divisions. And it's, it was, in the end, if it wasn't a cup, a cup friendly, it was a perfect nil nil. It was a run out for Leicester, and it was to show Burton fans yeah. hopefully what they can do and hold their own in the they season. Look, come. They looked a very good side, to be honest with they you. Did, they did, um, yeah. And I'm not. I don't know the the, the players' name. I know they had one player on there called Trialist. Uh, oh yeah, well, Trialist has got about thirty-seven kids, mate. I don't know how they're keeping the family together. Trialist one and thirty-seven. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, we, but there was one, one of the uh, Burton players was was well, quite not say badly injured, but he had, he had to come off at the end, and that is is always the risk with these pre-season pre-season games, which is why, like I say, I was. Surprise Gazelle, um, it's a completely inappropriate name for him, I think, because he, he runs more like an elephant. But you know, yeah. but he's, he's done well in Turkey. Um, I, I, I just I just couldn't see Brendan's logic in that because I don't think there's any way he's going to keep him, just as I don't think there's any way we're going to sell Perez because he, he, he sees no. him Perez that the rest of us don't. I just don't see the point of playing Gazelle. Well, I, I, what I think it is, is Brendan, like I said to you, when, when Brendan came here, I believe he was already on loan at Florentina. I could be wrong, but he wasn't in the squad when Brendan got mm. appointed manager. He was already loaned out. And this is the, there's no point having a player, and you look at many at the start of last season, he, he was a, a couple of weeks away, I believe, from being a free mm. agent or was a, technically could have been approached by other clubs. Mm. And, and Brendan gave him a chance, and he, you know, he worked hard in pre-season. And yes, okay, it was because indeed he was injured, but he got a run of games, didn't he, at the start? Yeah. And maybe Brendan's logical thinking is: a, if it doesn't work out, it might bump up a couple of hundred grand on the value of him. We might be able to squeeze him for a bit more. Or Brendan's gone. You know what? I've got to give the guy a fair crack at the whip. Yes, he hasn't really done well and succeeded at Leicester. He's probably spent 75% of his time at Leicester, ironically, away from the club because mm. he hasn't hit the ground running. He didn't become the Mares that he was signed to be. And yeah. Brendan Rodgers has maybe gone, well, show me what you've got. This is the yeah. first time I get to see you on 11 playing field. And if he feels he's impressed, maybe Brendan convinces him to stay. Maybe he gets a couple extra grand, like they said, for the transfer fee yeah. to go to Turkey. I don't think he did enough to impress, but like no, you say, I, 
in I, fairness, I mean, I don't. But no disrespect, don't... nobody did, but it was the first game no. of a, a pre-season. No, know. but again, you have you have to look at it from the, from that perspective of how Brenda would have seen it and gone, mm. I've at least, whilst he's still technically a Leicester player and he's still a player available to me, for now, I at least have to give him a fair crack of the whip. Yeah. If he comes good over the next couple of pre-season games, Brendan might change his mind and not want to sell him and use him. I mean, what's the one thing that Leicester fans have been talking about since the end of the season, Chris, is we need to have depth in squad. Yes. And, and we need a right winger as well. Because yeah. And if we're not going to sell Perez, way. because he's no. obviously blackmailing Rodgers or whatever, yeah. you need <laughs> someone else there. If you're not going to bring in yeah. a right winger, I'd rather have two available for selection and yeah. Rodgers be willing to use him than sell him or send him out alone. Yeah. Same goes JB for says, there. Yeah. JB says there, I know it's pre-season, but they couldn't even pass a ball. Fitness doesn't come into passing a ball three yards. I think it's just the case. I mean, you know, you look at JB, I think you look at the team that's out there and it's not a team that has really probably played together at all. And, no, true, you know, true. There's a lot there's a lot when you're playing a game, and we've seen it before. I mean, there was a, you know, there was a, 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 a thing in the second half, I think it was, well, it was Luke Thomas sort of flipped a ball thinking that Vardy was going to sort of be there and Vardy hadn't, just hadn't done that run. Now, I know yeah. that's Luke Thomas and Vardy who have, have played together, but a lot of these players haven't played each, each other and would probably... Not quite, no. And I think I think it just showed that. And I think you do get that in pre-seasons. No, you definitely do. And what you also get in pre-seasons is what people forget is you, you can't. The, the one thing in football, and we we've we've noticed it a lot, being Leicester fans, we've we've tried to almost, in a way, shake that counter-attacking football, which won us the league, and because it did so well, and 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 achieved such phenomenal things that it did play in that way, that what we've struggled to do is adapt two or three different ways to kind of mm. beat sides that, that will stick 11 men behind the ball, that maybe have played like Burton, have two or three more friendly, so they're more up to speed, they're more fresh, they're more match fit than what, what these guys are. Um, there was obviously, as you stated, not just with Danny Ward and... Casper, but there's the likes of Tillemans, etc., that are getting extended time off. So they're they're not even either training yet, or they're not they're not they're not ready to be put in a match because they need a break. They're only human. There's a lot of things that go into pre-seasons. It's giving everybody a chance. It's testing the waters with the new players. You've got formations, style of plays. There's a lot of things that are going into the next two or three weeks of our friendlies which Brendan's going to test. You know, it can't yeah. just be tied and tested because if we go into this game against Burton and, whoever, you know, whoever else we've got lined up, I know we've got the um, the very much loved uh, Vicente Ibora return, returning with Villarreal. That's, that was announced. That's fantastic. But I think that's the game where Leicester fans will really see how Leicester are going to go about yeah. next season. It's the you last got, game got, before the, the before the charity. Yeah, it's the last yeah. game before the charity league, and uh, that's going to be the one where we're probably going to see. Yeah, Brendan you're going to see the league. You're going to see your eleven, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. You're going to see your eleven yeah. that he's hoping yeah. to go, and you're also going to see the formation. Yeah, in how they're yeah. going to go about next season. So Spanner says, "Cracking game, honestly." Um, 
we, I think we all know who this might be. Ryan Isaac Kennard. Perez <laughs> played well. Yeah, yeah, Ryan. Okay. Yeah, but um, we're talking about a bloke who's only decent player is Hun Ming Sung because Kane's going to Man City for 160 million. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at, at, least, at least Perez could probably get his phone working, Ryan, unlike you the other night. But hey, seriously, Ryan, thanks for trying anyway. Yeah. Uh, we were dreadful you, today. Couldn't pass a ball one yard. Only positive was Samari. As, as I say, I think we've covered the fact that, you know, I, I wasn't expecting a lot more. Um, yeah. uh, now, what have we got here? Ah, man, man we, we touched on this. Madison is going, in my opinion. Um, well, let me just put it this way. This it, this is what, you know, this is what I think of all this. And we said this before, didn't we? You know, yeah. it, it, it's all coming from one end yeah, uh, and not even, not even in, you know, the tabloids. To be honest with you, no, I don't know. and if I can just get rid of that comment, um, there we go. <laughs> the, um, a topless Madison, whatever the Arsenal fan is jacking off to at the moment, guys, you're getting excited. And I went on an Arsenal channel last night, and if he goes, I'm going to be honest with you, he goes. You know, yeah, but he's going to go on our term. What gets me with the Arsenal fans, and I'm going to say it here because I, I have said it, you know, quite a few times, but what gets me with the Arsenal fans is this, like, he can't wait to come to Arsenal. He'll walk well, over broken glass with bare feet to get to Arsenal. Why would he? Arsenal are not a good team at the moment. And, you know, I did a poll on Twitter asking who was the most deluded fans, Arsenal, Tottenham or... Uh, Man United, and I think Arsenal got over 60%. Their fans believe, I mean, you know, I speak to some Tottenham fans, and they're honest. They say, yeah, at the moment, we're shit, we need to do it. Oh, there's one or two Arsenal fans out there, Stephen, uh, who's, who's got S Fleetly TV channel. He's very honest, and he knows that Arsenal yeah. aren't that good. But Madison, he's just signed a four-year contract, guys. There's no release clause in these contracts. He will go if we want him to go. And like I keep saying, and this is what the Arsenal fans can't seem to understand. Look at Maguire. Look at Chilwell. Look at Mares. Mares we had sitting in an airport because we would not let him go until we were ready. Maguire wouldn't go until we got the £80 million we wanted. United came with 60. We said no. They came back with 70. We said no. They came because every player has got a price. Yeah. But... You've got to meet that price. And we're not going to let him go for 40 million. And we don't want any of your fringe players, Arsenal, because if your fringe players can't make it into a shit team like Arsenal at the moment, they're not going to make it into a good team like Leicester. And I'm not being funny, but that is, at the moment, the, the, the cold, hard truth. So, yes, he may go there. And if it's Tillemans, Indeedy, or... Madison, Madison is probably the one I've got to be honest with you. I, I would say, yeah, let him go, but come back with the right money. Um, as Daniel says here, he doesn't think Arsenal can afford uh, the asking price for Madison, it's going to be at least 50 million. Um, that's going to be 65, mate. They're going to hold you know, firm, like you said. Yeah. Leicester haven't got a reason to sell it. They set a price for a player, they're not going to let him go for anything less. No, they haven't got a reason to. No, um. <sighs> I mean, all this, apparently Madison wants to leave and Madison wants to go to Arsenal. Right. Somebody show me, show me a link to anything that's done by, a, and I say when I say reputable, I mean 
a known source. So the sun, yeah. the mirror, wow. the telegraph, the independent sky, Fabrizio. Don't send me these yeah. things from Sport Witness or Football Blogs 365 because I used to write for them and we'd sit here and we'd make anything up just to make a story up because we have to do so many stories. Send yeah, us like, get a clicks. proper link. Yeah. It's just trying yeah. to get clicks, mate. I mean, yes. I tell you what, for all these people that are saying, oh, and, and tell you what, if there's any Arsenal fans in the comment section now or you just tuned in live because someone's told you that we're going on about Madison and giving it all that, right, listen here. I was on Facebook, right? And I know that's not the most reliable source ever, hmm. but I believe that someone who was at the game, I don't know who, and I wouldn't call them out if I knew them anyway because I don't, I, you know, just in case they didn't want to be mentioned on a, on a stream on YouTube. But they posted a picture of Madison smiling and it was captioned with apparently, and Chris, maybe you heard it on the game, maybe some of the fans can confirm, or maybe someone that was at the game can come on and confirm it. But apparently they were shout Leicester fans were singing, shove your arsenal up your arse, yeah. to say it and not mince my words. And he was laughing. He loved it. So if that's a guy that wants to join Arsenal, I don't well, think he'd be going, eh, look at look at the picture. Look at the pictures of um, Madison in the swimming pool at the training camp. He, he didn't look particularly unhappy to me. He looked like he was, yeah. you know, having a whale of a time, no pun intended. And yeah. talking of whales, I quite expected uh, Arteta to swim up behind him <laughs> so, uh, with a contract and pen in hand. You know, I mean, Arsenal, get real. If you're going to get him, you'll get him. because, And when yeah. you turn around and say... Leicester always sell one marquee player. We don't have to. We no. sell a marquee player because you've got stupid bloody clubs like Arsenal, like Man City, like Man United, like Chelsea, that haven't got the brains in their organisation to put together a good scouting system that will go out and buy these players for 20, 30 million. Instead, you don't want to risk that because your, your clubs are cowards. Your clubs are shitting themselves. So they don't yeah, risk spending thirty millions on a player. They want us to spend the thirty million, but then you'll come and you'll give us eighty million. So mm, forgive me for saying we sell a marquee player every season. No, what we actually do is we make a profit of forty, fifty million every summer on stupid clubs giving us overpriced money for players. And it's as simple as that. You know, you, these 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 fans—they're delusional. That's what they are. You know, Arsenal. Oh, we've got the name. Well, Huddersfield yeah, have got great, the name. Not in Europe. I, I did a thing with we, we, we had a bit of fun yesterday with a great guy from um, uh, Parkstone Road TV, a Spurs fan, and uh, we had a bit like, "Who's the bigger club, Leicester or uh, or Spurs?" Last night it was the one we tried to get Ryan on, and we came to the conclusion that we couldn't agree. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a bit of fun because you know you know this top six shit. Is Sky. It's nobody else. It's just Sky. I know I'm having a rant here, but no, it, it's right, annoying right. me at the moment. But Huddersfield Town have won more top flight titles, let's say, than Tottenham Hotspur. Now, this isn't a dig at Tottenham Hotspur because Tottenham Hotspur fans, and we've got Tommy in the chat. I'm going to bring his point up in a minute. Uh, and he's very, you know, they are very sort of, yeah, we're shit at the moment sort of thing. But, you know, so does that make Huddersfield a big club because they've won that three times more than you know? Arsenal, you might have the name. Liverpool have the name, 
but they didn't win anything for 30 years. You've gone one season without Europe, and you you you, you have to change your nappies. Yeah. Get get real Arsenal fans. No, <laughs> that that's it as far as I'm concerned on Madison. If he goes, he goes. Yeah. If he goes, <coughs> excuse me, I he mean, goes on our terms. Yeah. And our price. He signed a four-year contract. There's no get-out clause. We don't need to sell him. If you offer him more money, we're not exactly poor at the moment, you know. We've got some no. rich owners. You know, we're spending 30, 40 million on players. You know, we can we can do it as well. So we can probably match the wages. If he wants to go because it's London, good luck to him. Fair enough. I mean, it's not if, Arsenal taking... fans leave, if Arsenal fans need some confirmation that they're, they're shopping in the wrong area trying to get quality European, European playing footballers, they have gone from the 90s and early 2000s of doing everything right to spending mm. 50 million on Ben White. Yeah. Yeah. Where 50 are you... million. For, I mean, I, mean, I, 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 I saw that. To be honest with you, my thinking on that was well, actually, we, we well, I said that we didn't spend 50 million on Maguire, we spent 19 million on Maguire yeah. from a relegated and we club. refused to pay 50 million for Tarkovsky because we knew it was too yes. much. Yeah, they're that yes. desperate for a centre back. Yeah, I mean, would somebody leave this to go to to, 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 to Arsenal, whose, whose owner has never even actually been to the ground? Yeah, if Colesberg no. did football owners, oh, they do. Well, you yeah. know, this was this was our owner at the training ground the other day with the manager, with the players. You know, so yes, he may go to Arsenal, and if he does, like I said, he'll go on our terms for our money. Uh, he will not take his shoes off and walk over broken glass to get to you just because you're Arsenal. Yeah. Moving on. And, <laughs> and, go and, listen, and go and listen to the interviews of our new signings, especially Dakar, who did another one today. Yeah. He's already, he was already convinced before he signed for Leicester at the family bond that they have here. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't something where at Arsenal, they might print off a piece of paper and go, just say these words. These players off their own backs are saying, the instant I got here, it, they made us feel like family. So, we, if you're a young up and coming player, mm -hmm. whatever your nationality, you know, whatever your age, if you're young up and coming and you're getting approached by, and I will say these clubs Arsenal, Tottenham, Leicester, Aston Villa, who still consider themselves a big club, mm -hmm. even though they've not been anywhere near anything for years, right? And Newcastle, again, a deluded fan base to a point, maybe a bit harsh on Newcastle, but they, they were up there at some point when they were gate crashing mm -hmm. Europe and whatnot. And you said to me, as a youngster, not a Leicester fan, which one looks more like a progressive club? Mm. And you went and spoke to, and you got your choice of player to pick, to speak to, at that club. And you went to Arsenal, Leicester, like I said, all them clubs I spoke to. There's not, I don't think there's a single player in that Leicester City dressing room. I don't even think Gazelle or Perez, you could pick them and they'd say the same. They would tell you that the close-knitness that you get at Leicester is what attracts you to Leicester. Yeah. JB says here, not saying that I, uh, he is an Arsenal fan, but what Rogers once said, if players were to, were to want to leave, they can. But yeah, mm. again, but they can leave, but you're going to pay us what we want. That's what I yeah. can't get, you know. And like I say, if he wants to go to Arsenal, I think because they're in London, and I kind of get that, you know, Leicester 
Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea, you know, Leighton Orient, you know, but you know, yeah. any London club, there is that attraction of it being in London. And if you do, Leighton Orient might be a step up from Arsenal. That's very true at the moment, actually. That's very true. But um, like I say, it is on on our terms. Uh, Tommy, Tommy, I mean, this guy is great. I'm going to see you on Wednesday because you're doing um you're doing the football quiz. I might need to talk to you, Tommy, because I've just realised that Leicester are actually uh, playing the next friendly on Wednesday, so we might have to have a bit of a move around if you're okay with that, Tommy. But Tommy talks ball, great channel. He's always up for a bit of banter. He knows his stuff, and he is a Tottenham fan. But I've got to be honest with you, he isn't a deluded Tottenham fan. Yeah. But I don't know if you saw the show yesterday, the mess they made. But you know, we we wanted a manager. We went out and got our first choice. In fact, he even left them his last team to go that were going for the treble treble to come to us. Uh, I think you got your eighth choice. But I'm being unfair to Tommy because he's come in uh, and joined us. Nice to see you, Tommy. I'll speak to you later. As you say there, uh, if Ben White's 50 million, he can't believe he finishes 16th. It is mind-blowing. And and he's added here, um, Madison is 100 million plus if White is 50. Um yeah. Daniel saying here, how can he reach an agreement if he's a Leicester City player? He's under contract for four years. We have to give him permission to talk to Arsenal. Otherwise, yes, it is. Uh, who knows? Who knows what's going on behind this? And, and, and here's the thing. If he was so influenced, right, by the, if Madison was really determined to move as Arsenal, as his Arsenal-printed websites or Twitter accounts are saying, <laughs> Bentley, Sorry, he's going nuts in this. <laughs> Bentley. He's not he's not happy with the Madison rumours. But as I was saying, <laughs> you know, if Madison was that determined to move to Arsenal, you remember when, like you said with Morris, he brought us out the prime, he, was on, he was on the bench, he got dropped. I'm gonna have to move away from him because he can't see. Because he, he can't see he can't see who it is that's stood outside and he thinks it's an intruder. Sorry. Oh, right. But if you it, take, it, I you, it, it, it's Arteta. He's fired yeah. up on you. But if you go back to the Mares situation, where he threw his toys out the pram, he was at the airport. Well, he didn't play for Leicester for about what was it, six weeks? Yeah. If Madison was that intent and so intent as Arsenal fans think he is, that he's he's practically begging Brendan Rodgers to let him leave, he wouldn't have played a minute today. No. No. Why would Brendan Rodgers prepare him for Arsenal? You know what I mean? Why would you prepare him knowing he's going to go to Arsenal? Why would you get him match fit? You turn around and go, you know, if that was the player, like you said, if Arsenal genuinely come in for him for sixty-five million, and we and, and he goes, actually, London, I'd like to have that life. I'd like to be at Arsenal. Brendan's, just, you know, this club is running in a way that they kind of go, we're not going to step in your way as long as they meet our price. If that's how the deal's done, fair dues. Can't argue with it. Yeah. But all this talk about saying Madison wants to leave, well, Brandon Rogers was going, all right, there's bench. Well, come, come sit here, Madders, because you ain't you ain't getting fit and ready for Arsenal if you want to leave that badly. You can sit and wait for them to come for you. J- JV says the Mirror has reported Madison has reached an agreement. I can't see that. I've just while you were just talking but, then, but, I haven't but, seen that in the Mirror. How can you, re- how can you reach an agreement mirror. and go for a pre-season friendly with Leicester? Makes no sense. Yes. Doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. It's all rubbish. 
No, because if they'd come to an agreement, they wouldn't want him risking injury, like like we said. Yeah, they'd, the, they'd be saying, don't let him play, we'll sort it out no. over the next week. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. and... Now, if our um, special guest that you've managed to snag, mate, a cracking pull you've got for the show that people need to make sure they're subscribed yeah. for, yeah. maybe ask him. If he tells us... Oh, I will be asking him. Maybe I'll me. believe it. Yes, Bro. I will be asking him. Uh, it's one of many things that I've got. It is literally going to be 30 minutes boom, 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 through all the players. Um, but what I was going to say was, like I say, last last year, and this, this is in the mirror, JB, if you want to read them into one of their stories, last year we were asking £100 million for Madison. Why would we suddenly drop to 50 or 40 for Arsenal? Um, you know, we, we, we shall see what happens, but I honestly, yeah. I don't think it will. And actually, Brad, as you mentioned it there, I, it would be... It would be Remiss of me not to bring this up. Tuesday afternoon, guys, 3.30 live, or obviously it will be on the YouTube channel straight after. It's the transfer show, special edition with Fabrizio Romano. And we'll, I'll be talking to him. I've got five players I'm going to be asking him about coming into the club and three or four that are about going out of the club, including um mr james at madison so we'll see what fabrizio's got to say uh, because he's been very quiet on it all as well so that will be interesting to see that's coming up on yeah. tuesday and that uh, tells you a lot the three the three out of the four transfers that he's linked with us one hmm. fell through because we went for dacca instead mr edward from celtic and the other three's got spot on yes he, he yeah. hasn't said a whisper about madison which tells me even more it's dribble Yes, yeah. Although Spurs would quote the Arabic version of Fabrizio Romano is saying that they're going to get him. Well, you know, yeah, well, I don't care do... if he's Arabic, I don't no. care if he's French, <laughs> I don't care if he's American Canadian. If he's not uh, that if he's not a reliable source like that guy is, I I'm not interested. Move, moving on to our, our second favourite player to talk about, Mr. Perez. Uh Tommy here, uh, as as I said earlier, please pop over and sub to his channel. It's a great channel, and he's, he's always up for some good banter. What's the feeling well, on Oyoise Perez? We're, we're battering you regardless of your personal personnel was just wondering. Um, I'd let I'd let Perez go to Arsenal, because I think that's probably about his standard. I'd, in fact, I'd, I'd get in my car now, drive up to Leicester, pick him up and drive him down to Arsenal. He wasn't in the squad today. But I, I think he will be with us next season purely because, as we know, Brad, don't we? Brendan likes him. Well, Bre yeah, he's blackmailing him. That's what yeah. he's doing. Honestly, Tommy, you've got Nuno Esperanto. Is, yeah. it, is that his name? It's, um, no, Nuno Santo. Yeah, right. He likes Portuguese players. Well, Perez is Spanish, so it's close enough. Do you reckon if you could get his passport changed, you might sign him then? <laughs> if he adopts Portugal as his second nation, you might get him. I just don't get it. And 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 again, going back to the point where you said, why are we? Why is he picking Gazelle and not? You know, Perez hasn't been away on international duty. So why is he not in the squad? Why is he not getting forty-five minutes? Mm. I honestly don't know why he's not for sale. I just don't think he's good enough to cut it. Maybe Arsenal would get him because he's mid-table quality. I don't know. Maybe they should go for him. Um, Daniel says, I think Perez will go to Everton. I did actually speak to a Newcastle fan recently, 
And I offered him Perez, I offered them Perez back. I said, come on, you need some players and you're not signing anybody. Do you want Perez back? And they went, no, thank you. So I'll tell you what, if Newcastle fans change their mind, I'll swap him for one of the Longstaff brothers. Because at least then we get <laughs> better value. Yeah. And just to just to go back onto Madison for a minute, apparently Arsenal, as I said before, are trying to go into the mirror, sweeten the, the deal with some fringe players. I mean, we know that Brendan is a big fan of um, Maitland-Niles. <laughs> Um, I don't see it to be honest with you, but you know, he doesn't, he's the manager at the end of the day. Um, I personally wouldn't want him, and I will certainly wouldn't want a couple of the others that's been mentioned because I say if they're not getting into your first team, they're not yeah. good enough for ours. Come back to us with Offer um, a Saka, 50 million and, and, and Saka, yeah, exactly. You know, let, let's Joe see Willett. what you say to that. You Joe know. Willett anyway, Saka. <laughs> there was a game today. Which we, which we started talking about, but that's probably what's right. quite as exciting what are we as talking this. about, mate? It's a yeah. pretty <laughs> game of football might have happened. A <laughs> um, lot of changes. Uh, let's. I mean, Piera was captain for Farner. I thought the new signings. Let's have a look at the new signings. You know, Bertrand in defence, and I've got to be honest with you, I haven't been sleeping because of the, the, the of the heat, so I was kind of dropping off every now and again, but. I thought that it sounds like another can there, mate. That sounds good. Yeah, it's it's a, it's 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 my Jesus can, right? What I do is I take a normal empty can and then I put it there and I I, I get a nice relaxing <laughs> can. Are, are you supposed to be drinking in the sauna? I am because I can turn it back into wine in my body, mate. Can it's you? Great. Uh, yeah, because you do you do look like you're in the sauna there. But three players: Bertrand, Samare, Dakar. Um, none of them looked out of play. Well, obviously, Patron, I'm making him French again. Why are you trying to make him French for you? I oh, I struggle with foreign names when I get an English player. I want to make you, it makes you sound more exciting, like we you know we've, we've got a bargain. Um, oh, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, that is it. That is it. I can't help it. I say, I this is this is my um Joey Barton moment. You know, <laughs> we have signed a Mr. Rion Bertrand. Now, Ryan Bertrand, he shouldn't look out of place because obviously he's played in this their level for sort of um 20 odd seasons. Dakar, I thought he looked fast, does definitely looks fast. And again, it was you know, you knew you knew before this kicked off. If, if you really thought about it, you knew them three players were going to get 45 minutes, whether it was the yeah. first half or the second half, they were going to get a solid 45 minutes. And again, you take into consideration Burton have already played a couple of games. Leicester have had a lot of international duties out there. So they're missing a lot of players. I can't fault what happened on the pitch. If you'd have said to me, honestly, Chris, if you'd have said to me before this game, oh, it's going to go nil-nil, you know, forgetting that it could go penalties because it's a friendly cup. I'd have turned around and gone, I'll take it. Because it, they did exactly what they needed to do in this situation. Mm. They got minutes under the belt. They got fitness up. And, yeah, they didn't look out of place. Like you said, they look like they've been playing for Leicester for a while. They're definitely showing that what they say in their interviews about close-knit, training, feeling welcomed, feeling like it's a family. I mean, Dakar... I believe, said that he felt like he'd come to Leicester, gone alone and been welcomed back to the family. It might, yeah. it might have been someone else that said that. I could be wrong. But 
that just, and you saw that on the pitch. It looked like that. There doesn't seem to be any glaring issues to show that it's going to take a while for things to click with him or Samora, and I know I've pronounced it wrong, or Bertrand, as you like. Yeah. To <laughs> Don't you have a go at me about uh, Bertrand? I mean, I'm about Macedonia to win the Euros, mate. I can't have a go at anybody for anything. So, no. um, but it, you know, it's like you said, it's good to see that nothing looked out of place. They, you know, obviously. Bertrand comes with his experience and time at Southampton, so that was that was never really in doubt. But Daka and and Samore, they settled in well. They had a good forty-five minutes under the belt, and that's all you can ask for. That's all you can ask for first game of the season with a new a new bunch of players for them, because yeah. no matter their experience, it's still 23, 24 new faces that you've never played football with before. So yes, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Good ninety minutes. Until the Scott mentioned there Daly Campbell. I mean, he gave uh, a lot of uh, the youngsters a, a 45 minutes run out today. Um, yeah. If you had Arsenal, Arsenal's Daily Campbell, may I remind you, we actually snagged that from Arsenal. Just saying, we actually know how to get the better end of the deal from Arsenal. <laughs> he does look good. He does look good. Uh, Chowdhury didn't do anything wrong. It's kind of. There or thereabouts, wasn't he? Um, yeah. To Wanda Muswanis. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, that one, mate, because I'm never saying it. <laughs> Again, none of these. No, I mean, they only had 45 minutes, so it wasn't particularly, no. you know, um, going to sit out. Benkovic, now that was another surprise. Benkovic coming back in. But again, we know we're in the market for a centre-back. Maybe this was just Brendan's time of saying, like, well, before I make a decision on buying somebody, yeah. let me just have 45 minutes. I'm just going to watch you. I'm going to get one of my staff to do nothing. You know, like Sky used to have the player cam. And yeah. he used to follow. He might have had one of his, one of his yeah, staff out there. Yeah, just watch. Just watch Benkovic. Um, yeah. So, so. And it's, complete, it's a complete free pass, though, isn't it, mate? It's mm. like Chowdhury and Gazelle. It's a complete free hit. If they don't hit the ground running, then fair enough. Maybe he dips into the market and we get another signing or two. If it yeah. pays off for him, like it did last year with Mendy, and they show the work, weight and commitment, mm. you know, it, it, it pays dividends. But like you said, you know, if you cast your mind back probably even only probably even five years ago, let alone 10, 15 years ago, the one thing that I do really like, and we've been, we've, developed over the last four or five years to be quite well known for with the likes of Chilwell, um, Dewsbury Hall, Luke Thomas, um, even to a point you'd say Joseph Dodu, if anyone remembers him, you know, he went to Rangers from us, looked like a good talent when he was with us. The one thing that I've noticed is normally when you have a pre-season friendly and you go first team, reserve team, you see that golf in class, don't you? Yeah. And today, I've got to be honest, whether it was Daly Campbell or Dewsbury Hall, or and I know Luke Thomas has been more involved in the first team, but still considering... You want to play football as well, mate, do you? All right. Uh, you know, you, you, you're not seeing such a golf in class. In, in You know, you're not seeing a, too much of a change in tempo and what they're able to do on a football pitch. And that's quite mm. pleasing to see because... Normally, when you have a game that's split half and half, he, he he wants to sign for Leicester. Bentley, he could probably do better than Gazelle or, or Perez. 
Let Arsenal have him. No, <laughs> Arsenal might want him, but he's too good for them. But no, yeah. well, you know, see, seeing the likes of Jewsbury Hall and and, and 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 that come on, and and you don't notice a difference. You know, mm. years ago you'd notice a difference, wouldn't you, between the youngsters yeah. coming on? You know, you'd maybe put them on in the first half, and uh, <laughs> and uh, get forty-five minutes, maybe be two-one down, and then the first team would come on, and then. You go, oh, less than one, three, two, because they played the stronger team in the second half. Thank God they did that. You really yeah. couldn't notice it. And that was a good thing because it was very consistent throughout the 90 minutes, the performance yeah. of the players. I mean, David said there that he thought the second half backline defence looked more at home than our first half. I think it just looked, I think you look at that and you say, we've got a squad and we've got yes, a good squad. And like yes, last season, if we need to call on some of these youngsters, we're not going to be worried. I mean, I thought, and I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce um, Thanwa. I'm going to call him by his first name because I feel like I know him and I can't pronounce his second name. The Thai player, he, he was in there. I think you should have a go at that one, Brad. <laughs> oh, God, you need to bring it up for me to look at it and try and say, mate. I'm just calling him Waza because he has a lot of answers <laughs> and A's and W's in his name. Um, uh, but I, I think Kieran Jewsby Hall, I thought, had a very good game. And I don't think he'll be going back out on load. I think he should be on the subs bench, if not in, you know, yeah. certainly in the cup games, um, maybe even starting. Uh, Scott said he didn't think uh, Sawar had a very, well, he said he wasn't as good as he'd hoped he'd be. But again, I thought he was all right. I thought, you know. I mean, you're considering that's, did. that's, I mean, that, that that's his first night, well, 60 minutes or whatever it was um, mm. with the first team. That's not a bad impression to make on the manager. Um, one name, however, that I don't know if you'll tell me something that's happened here that's gone very quiet on the contract negotiation front. One of the youngsters I was surprised not to see, and again, you might tell me, yes, he did come on, Brad, he did play, but Sidney Tavares, does anybody, has anybody heard anything about him? Because I was surprised to not see him in the team at all or hear his name if he did play. It's weird because Arsenal have just bought a Tavares, but it wasn't the same, it wasn't ours, it was another one. Um, Because I know Brendan's very keen to get him on a new deal, and I know Barcelona were rumoured to be interested with him, but also Barcelona have signed four players and can't register any of them. So I don't know if that's just gone dead in the water till they sort out finances, but. I, that was one name that surprised me that I didn't see on the team sheet today. That's the one name that I thought I'd bring up because I'm a bit surprised. Because he, he actually got some game time in the first team last season, didn't yeah. he? He got, he got yeah. two or three games. In, the, in I'm just in looking the... here. He's, he's still with us at the moment. Um... I mean, if anyone knows anything and it isn't an Arsenal fan TV producer or paper writer that isn't linking in with them then by all means let me know because yeah it's not it's something that's just gone quiet you know what i mean he wasn't on the release list he he was rumored to be in contract let's let's make the most of it being quiet on him it means we might keep him there Uh, you know but do say no news is good news but we do we do know that sort of the barcelonas and the madrids and the Juventus and all those teams are are struggling financially you know, yes. Um, and you know, people are saying, well, you know, maybe that's why you got Samari because I mean, Samari and um, uh, Dakar could have both been playing Champions League football next season because we're both 
sorry, were, were yeah. playing for the champions of their country, and yet they both come to us in the Europa League. Now they may see us as a bit of a you know stepping stone to move on to bigger things, but you know, apparently there was Man United and Liverpool. I don't know which one, but they were after one of them each. So they could have gone to clubs that were going to offer them Champions League. But um, we know Man United aren't going to win anything for at least another three or four years because Ollie's just signed a new contract. So know, we do right? know they'll be, they'll be the perennial semi-finalists. <laughs> Ollie can't get past the semi. They're fine. They're all right. They'll never get anywhere. No, but uh, but yes, I thought the youngsters did all right. It was standard fare for yeah. a pre-season friendly. Yeah. You know, it was it was kind of like getting through the first day back at school without getting in trouble, weren't it? Yes. If you can yes. do that, you're fine. You're all right. You'll get back into the swing of things after a couple more days. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Um, we've got. Um, Wickham Wanderers on Wednesday. Oh, God. Oh, no. I know. No. I, I, I hate... They can't use teletext, can they? They can't use that. <laughs> no, I don't think they can now. I think that's gone. Yeah. You know, it... How, it, 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 how, say, just... how in my argument against Peter Taylor and Frank McClintock saying that we got beat by a guy off teletext didn't win me that, I don't know. But, hey, I'm not holding a grudge, Chris. I'm not holding a grudge, honestly. <laughs> Let it go, let it go. I don't, I don't <laughs> like frozen, so I'm going to keep a grudge. It's all right. <laughs> Very quickly, let's hope we don't uh, in the cup go to penalties at all. Um, not, no, not, not, not they're going to stutter and tap it in. I don't want to see him tap it. I'd rather we, see him do what I mean. We made England look good, didn't we? Really, but I mean, again, yeah. you know, you, I mean, the, we got one. Um, Juicy Hall as well. Dewsbury Hall scored it, the youngster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, But a lot of the, apart from Inacho... um, Has he ever scored a penalty for us in the I think he has. I think he has. But apart from the fact that I'm hoping he's not going to be turning back into the old Inacho. But apart from that, I think there were youngsters that were taking the penalties. So kind of... You know, it's like I say, it's pre-season. We know... That you know, if that's in the third round of the Carling Cup, that that's not going to be that team that's going to be out there. No, of course, it's and, not. And and Brendan would have made changes because he knew it was going to the penalties was coming up. He knew there wasn't going to be extra time, and like you say, he 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 wouldn't be doing that in the real game. So let's not read anything into the loss. It was for us the first game as we yeah. play Wickham, and then we've got I think another one QPR next yeah. Saturday. As we get into there, we'll start to see things. And like you say, the Villarreal um, game will be the one where we yeah. see more of what Brendan's plans are. Yeah, so you'll, have... you'll, you'll probably find that that's the game where you see the least subs used. You'll probably yeah. find in the next two games, he'll keep rotating after 45, 60 minutes. Yeah. A complete 11 will get out. Yeah. And Villarreal, you'll probably see... You'll probably still see like six or seven subs, but you'll be mm. seeing players come on, like maybe an Albrighton or a Tillemans at the end of the, at the, end of the day. Gonna... At the end, of, I mean, yeah. there's no Tillemans in the squad. There's no Albrighton, but at, you know, at the end of today, no matter how much practice you get mm. playing eleven against eleven in training, there's nothing like actually doing it, even in a friendly. Yeah, because that exactly. team still wants to beat you, but. Um, 
I did. Apparently, Brendan has been on the phone a lot today, um, trying to get hold of Oli Gunnar just to see if he can borrow De Gea for the Villarreal game, just in case it goes to penalties. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if, if the rumours are to be believed, he's probably been on the phone to him asking about Daniel James, but that's a, that's a video for another topic, maybe. That might that might be being mentioned on Tuesday as well. So, yeah, um, yeah. Let's. Uh, I, I'm quite happy with that, but we'll see what all the uh, all the things say. Yeah. Brad, thanks very much for coming on. Are you still on holiday, by the way? That doesn't look yeah, like you're yeah. normal. Yeah, I am. I I flew back from Cornwall today because I didn't win the national lottery, so I can't stay there. No. So I'm visiting family until the 29th, and then I'm back. Uh, then I'm back to it on the 30th, so I'm back full-time today. I've just been a superhero for you today, mate, and stepped in because everybody else was too busy doing other things doing other or being at the game. So. Brilliant, mate. No, I really do appreciate that. Thank you very much. Enjoy yeah. the rest of your holiday. I will do, matey. I will do. And, Thank you. And, and don't forget, you're going to get your private jet back to, to Manchester, are you? Yeah, I'm going to take Tom Cruise's uh, yacht out that was in St. Ives. I'm going to get him to come pick me up in about an hour. That looked rather nice, didn't it? It looked rather yeah, it nice. Did. It did. I mean, don't forget, I, I live down here in Paul where they make the damn things, so we see them all the time. <laughs> you, know, it's yeah. like, you just yeah. get sick of seeing all the celebrities turn up and pick them up, don't you, mate? It does, and I never get one invitation to go on to the uh, boat parties. It's not I know, fair. right? You beat, one, you beat one celebrity at a game of cards and they don't invite you. <laughs> mate thanks very much enjoy the rest of the holiday we'll chat soon and we'll get it sorted it's great to have you back mate yeah it's good to be back mate and make sure everybody that's watching is subscribed especially for tuesday's video is it tuesday that he's on tuesday 3 30 yeah. yeah make sure yeah. you're all subscribed you don't want to miss that because you can maybe get your questions and he might answer a few if chris gets a chance to about other clubs don't ask about Spurs because they don't sign anybody. Don't I'm not talking about. Sign. I'm not talking about other clubs. Ryan's uh, already well, asked me to Leicester talk fans, about might, them. If you're Leicester fans on there, you might want to see if um, tune in just to see if you hear any interesting news about yeah, Madison yeah. being a Leicester player. Well, you, yes. Oh, we will see, mate. Thanks very much. Take care, no worries, bud. Mate. Uh, I'll see you soon. Cheers now. Yeah, look after yourself, mate. Thanks a lot, and you. Right. Thanks to Brad. Thanks for coming on, mate. Uh, great to have you on, as always, uh, on these. And thanks for coming on whilst you're on your holiday and uh, digging me out of a hole there. Uh, it was great. And like Brad said, please don't forget this live, 3.30 on Tuesday afternoon, uh, 30 minutes I get with him. Uh, he's a busy, busy man. Uh, the Transfer So Special Edition, and it's Fabrizio Romano. It's the man himself. Three-odd million, 3.25 million followers on Twitter. And if he says something's going to happen, it's going to happen. Let's just hope he doesn't say that a certain player is going to uh, a certain club that's got a uh, bottom in the name. We'll find out live 3.30 on Tuesday. And it'll be obviously pre-recorded then up on YouTube channel and it will also be on these things as well because we do go live on podcast. All our shows go uh, uploaded to podcast. Amazon, Spotify, Apple, Google, Podcast Addit Anchor and many more as well uh, about half an hour afterwards. What else have we got coming up on Monday? We've got a small matter of this. 
It's the Big Fat Football Quiz with Lester Delight TV. So you think you know your football? Well, let's see. Leicester are still top of the league in that. Yes, they are. Um, Burnley couldn't catch us. Tottenham came very close. Tommy did a great job. He came really, really close to catching us. Um, and Dan at Burnley, well, we better not talk about that. But they both did very good on the Leicester questions and not so good on the home questions. A bit like football teams last season. Away from home, great. At home, not so great. Monday... The 26th, 7pm, let's see where the dog, the Liverpool fan, can knock Leicester off the top. And if he can't, at 8.30, also on Monday, will Ben, the Everton fan, be able to knock us off the top? We've got a Scouse evening coming up. I can't do a Scouse accent. I wish I could. <laughs> um, but we'll see you Monday night. Don't forget, please like and subscribe the um, YouTube channel, Leicester's Till I Die TV. We're so close to the 1,000, and it'd be great to get that uh, ready for Romano on Tuesday. Don't forget that 3.30, Fabrizio Romano. Mm. Not a good day at the office, not a bad day at the office. Like Brad said, it was like the first day back at school after the summer holidays, really, wasn't it? See you Monday night at uh, at uh, seven thirty, at seven o'clock. See you then. Have a good weekend. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.